Hey everybody, Nick Espinosa, your chief security fanatic here, and it is Sunday, so we are doing breaches of the week. But due to my travel schedule, I'm actually recording this on Saturday, and when you actually see this on Sunday, I'm going to be somewhere over the Pacific uh, flying to my next gig. So... That obviously curtails us a little bit, but I want to give a shout out to those people that sent me a lot of information this week, and that is David Little, Sander Sleidnerick, Jay Dance, and Cherry C. Thank you very much. Please send those tips uh, my way, and hopefully um, I will resume next Sunday with full breaches of the week. If not, it'll be the weekend after that, but travel has just been a little nuts lately. But I want to focus on one specific breach this week. And that is a Kansas newspaper known as the Marion County Record. This is turning out to be a possible constitutional issue here and civil rights issue in the United States. And I think it's an actually rather important one that we need to discuss, especially in the current political climate uh, where we are, <clears throat> where we see some people, and I'm not getting political here, but we all know it's true, attempt to essentially circumvent rules, break rules, etc., or not play by the rules that are there, living to neither the letter nor the spirit of the law. And so when we see things like this that could potentially erode a right, especially for the for for an institution as important as journalism, that is a big deal. Now, this is coming from the Associated Press. And if you didn't know what was going on, here's what's going on. A central Kansas police chief was not only on legal shaky ground when he ordered a raid of this weekly newspaper, but it may have been a criminal violation of civil rights. That is according to a former federal prosecutor who added, I'd probably have the FBI starting to look. Now, some experts believe that the August 11th raid on the Marion County Records offices and the home of its publisher violated a federal privacy law that protects journalists from having their newsrooms searched. Some believe it also violated Kansas law that makes it more difficult to force reporters and editors to disclose their sources or unpublished material. Remember, the, the institution of journalism is there essentially to keep the apparatus of the government in check, meaning a free and open press is essential to making sure that, that corruption is at a minimum to the best of our ability in the government. So as they find it, as they expose it, they are protected. Now, part of the debate centers around Marion's police chief, Gideon Cody, and his reasons for this raid. Now, a warrant suggested that police were looking for evidence that the record staff broke state laws against identity theft and computer crimes while verifying information about a local restaurant owner. But the police also seized the computer tower and personal cell phone belonging to a reporter who had investigated Chief Cody's background himself, meaning... The scope of what they took, even if that was, let's say, proved to be constitutional and they went through the right hoops, they did not stick to that restaurant investigation. <clears throat> Apparently, Chief Cody was investigated. We'll talk about that. And so they went after that guy and his equipment as well. <clears throat> now, the police on top of that also seized computers, personal cell phones, and a router from the newspaper. All of these items were released Wednesday to a computer forensics auditing firm hired by the newspaper's attorney after the local prosecutor concluded there was enough evidence to justify their seizure. The firm is examining whether these files were accessed or copied uh, out by the police department. In other words, keeping that, that secret private confidential files of journalism and their sources, did the police get a copy of that? If so, they are in violation, obviously, of the law. Now, the raids did have some backers in town for the record. 
A local person, Jared Smith, blames the newspaper's coverage for the demise of his wife's day spa and believes the paper is too negative. Carrie Newell, another person whose allegations that the newspaper violated her privacy have been cited as reasons for this raid, said the paper, quote, they do twist and contort, misquote individuals in our community all the time, end quote. So I want to give you both sides here, uh, you know, and here we are. Now, editor and publisher Eric Meyer said that after the mayor offered Cody the police chief's job in late April, the newspaper received anonymous tips on a variety of tales about why Cody gave up a Kansas City position paying over $115,000 a year to take a job paying $60,000. Myers said that the newspaper could not verify the tips to its satisfaction. Days before Cody was sworn in as chief on May 30th, Myers said, <coughs> excuse me, Myers said that he asked Cody directly about those tips that he received. And Cody told him, if you print that, I will sue you. Now, Doug Anstott, he's a retired Kansas Press Association executive director, said that he believes the state law shields uh, basically these journalists. And this was enacted in 2010 by the Republican-controlled legislature, and these should have protected the newspaper. This allows law enforcement agencies to seek and obtain confidential information from organizations that are basically journalism, that's journalists or news sources, but it requires them to show that they have a compelling interest and can't obtain it in another way. In other words, they have to go through a judge. That judge is going to say, yes, in this specific case, you can do this, and then they're going to get an order. And so then the police can go and get the specific information, basically not go on a fishing expedition, which is essentially what this seems to be. Because of the backdrop of this police chief who is apparently relatively new to the job and has taken a pay cut of literally half of what his previous salary was and these tips and his threat, uh, according to the newspaper, to sue the newspaper if they publish something, this could have been an attempt by the, the, by the police chief under the guise of, well, we want to protect this local restaurant to get his information back. Why on earth would they also seize specifically the computer of the reporter that was reporting on this, who had nothing to do with that restaurant story. And so this is incredibly fishy. I think this is going to be adjudicated, uh, you know, in a court of law. But one of the things that we have to protect out there is, is the press. And they've been derided in the last few years. It's very, very disheartening to see. But most journalists I know, and for the record, I, I write for Forbes, I write for Smirconish, I've written for other publications as well. We do our due diligence to make sure that we are as accurate as possible. And if I get something wrong, I'm happy to admit it. But I also have a gauntlet of editors I typically have to go through at these publications that are fact-checking for me, a second set of eyes, or saying, Nick, can you really back this up more? Can you restate this argument? Is this really you know, how, the argument you want to make here? And we have discussions. And so I think this is an important thing to understand. People just think you can put out whatever you want. And if you're working for an established and reputable uh, standard, you're going to run the gauntlet to be as accurate as possible. Because one, there's legal fallout if you're not. But two, I don't want to put out things that are false, nor do most journalists. And so I think that's an important standard to understand. And so those that was your specific breach of the week. Like I said, we'll be back more uh, hopefully next week or the week after with our regular breaches. But thanks for tuning in this time. I think this is an important one. I think you'd agree with me, especially if you're an American that understands the Constitution and, and exactly what a free press does to keep government in check. So there you go. Take it for what it's worth. And please like, share, follow me here on Facebook and Twitter at Nick AESP. And please feel free to subscribe to me at YouTube as well. And as always, stay safe, stay online, and please, time to stay private. Thanks, everybody.